Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Straffolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. The Wall Street Journal reports that the U.S. House Judiciary Committee sent a letter to Google on September 13th inquiring about the company's intention to use any personal data gained with the adoption of DNS over HTTPS protocol, otherwise known as DOH, for commercial purposes. Since DOH passes DNS data over an encrypted connection, the letter states the committee is worried that this would give Google an unfair advantage by denying access to users' data from cable and wireless companies. According to a Google spokesperson, Google has no plans to centralize or change people's DNS providers to Google by default. Any claim that we are trying to become a centralized encrypted DNS provider is inaccurate. Google is expected to begin testing DOH rollout in Chrome next month. Google launched incognito mode for Maps. When you use Maps in incognito mode, your activity will not be saved to your Google account or used for personalization. Google is also adding an auto-delete option to your YouTube history that can be set for deletion every 3 or 18 months. And Google Assistant will now respond to voice commands to delete the last thing I said to you and delete everything I said to you last week. The European Court of Justice ruled that a national court of a European Union country could order Facebook to remove posts considered defamatory in regions beyond its jurisdiction. The ruling came in a case regarding an Austrian politician who successfully sued Facebook to remove a disparaging comment on a personal Facebook page as well as any equivalent messages posted by others on the platform. The Austrian National Court ruled the comment to be illegal. The decision was narrowly written and urged national courts to consider international laws before ordering other bans. The court ruled that Facebook wasn't liable for the comment but did have an obligation to take down content ruled as defamatory. France plans to roll out Alisum, the country's digital ID system that uses facial scanning biometrics, in November. The system uses an Android-only app to create legal IDs and will compare a user's photo in their biometric passport to a selfie video taken on the app. The system won't pair any facial scans with citizens' identity databases, and according to the Interior Ministry, facial recognition data will be deleted after enrollment. Once enrolled, citizens would have secure access to their taxes, banks, social security, and utility bills. France's data regulator CNIL claims the system violates GDPR and rules of consent, and privacy groups have filed lawsuits with the French administrative court. Uber launched Uber Work, a new app that seeks to pair shift workers with employers. The service is currently limited to Chicago at launch, with plans to expand to other cities soon. Uber Works partners with staffing agencies, providing the technological front end to match workers with shifts, while the agencies actually employ, pay, and handle worker benefits. BuzzFeed News obtained a copy of an open letter signed by U.S. Attorney General William Barr, U.K. Home Secretary Prati Patel, and Australian Minister of Home Affairs Peter Dutton, requesting Facebook to delay building end-to-end encryption across all of its messaging apps letter asks that Facebook prioritize public safety in designing encryption, calling for backdoors for law enforcement to access illegal content, and consulting with governments on any changes to ensure access. The letter does acknowledge that Facebook already captures 99% of child exploitation and terrorism-related content through its own systems. Instagram launched an app called Threads, which pulls its contacts from your close friends on Instagram. The app opens to the camera, with shortcuts to make it fast to send people photos and videos. It has drawing and text overlays, but no filters. It also has a status feature that lets you set an emoji as an away message for your friends. You can choose to make the status automatic based on your phone's location, accelerometer, and battery level. 
Facebook says it will not store location data and that it will auto-delete from your phone after a short period. Instagram does not plan to monetize threads at this point. At Microsoft Hardware Event, the company announced a number of products. First off is the Surface Neo, a dual-screen tablet with two 9-inch screens that runs Windows 10X, a version of Windows optimized for dual-screen devices. Each side is 5.6 millimeters thick and can rotate 360 degrees for different configurations. A Bluetooth keyboard attachment was demonstrated that sits on the top of one screen part way, leaving the rest of the screen to be used as a trackpad or as a control surface for other applications. Windows 10X launches an app in the screen in which it's invoked and can span across two screens. Surface Neo will be available for the holidays in 2020. The company also announced its return to the phone market with the Surface Duo, a dual-screen foldable Android phone with two 5.6-inch displays. It arrives also in the holidays 2020, although Microsoft did not announce more details about that device. Then there's the Surface Laptop 3 that adds USB-C port and comes in a 13.5-inch model with Intel 10th Gen chips and a 15-inch model with an AMD Ryzen Surface Edition chip. The Surface Laptop 3 starts at $999 for the 13.5-inch model and $1,199 for the 15-inch model for pre-order now, shipping October 22nd. The company also announced the Surface Pro 7, which adds 10th-gen Intel chips, USB-C, and a mic array optimized for voice capture. It starts at $749, shipping October 22nd. Microsoft also announced the Surface Earbuds, which are designed to work with Microsoft Office by featuring PowerPoint slide forwarding, voice transcription, and live translation in 60 languages. Surface Earbuds are coming later this year for $249. The company also announced the ARM-based Surface Pro X laptop with a custom chipset called the SQ1, developed in partnership with Qualcomm. The SQ1 chipset is based on Qualcomm's existing Snapdragon 8CX laptop chip alongside an integrated AI accelerator and runs Windows 10 for ARM. The Surface Pro X comes with LTE and USB-C as well. It's 5.3 millimeters thick and weighs 1.69 pounds with a 13-inch pixel-sense display with a 2880 by 1920 resolution at 267 ppi. This can be used with the Surface Slim Pen that charges wirelessly when slotted into the Surface Pro X type cover keyboard. The Pro X is available for pre-order at $999, shipping November 5th. The Slim Pen will be sold separately for $144.99. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.